0: hello and welcome to another episode of a bad bitch and politics it is me a bad bitch and i know i know you all have been missing me where have i been what have i been doing oh my goodness gracious first of all i don't know who i thought i was when i was like oh yeah i can work a full-time job i can go back to school i can host a podcast i can volunteer i i don't know who i was when i said all that um and you know what? We are doing it. We are, we are thriving, as I like to say. Um, we are tired, but we are doing it. I had technical difficulties two weeks ago. I was trying to record and I don't really know what was going on, but something was going on. It was just not good sound. Um, and then the following weekend, I'm like, all right, I have some time to mess with it. I'm going to do it. No, couldn't figure it out. So, I made some changes, got some new equipment. Shout out to Brett Moore with Sweetwater. Oh my gosh, so helpful. Got everything around for me. All I had to do was show up and pick it up. Literally, it was amazing. If you've never been to Sweetwater, highly recommend going. It's incredible there. It's like its own little musical recording community. I don't really know how else to describe it but on top of that i am a maid of honor in two very special weddings this year and we have been planning and coordinating and facilitating um some bachelorette parties that are coming up so we've been busy but we are thriving like i said enough about me and my life the past month almost Let's dive in with politics because, as you know, politics is never-ending, it is always changing, it is always being discussed, and it's always affecting our lives. So, let's dive in. Now, to dive in, it's like, where should we start? Because so much has happened, so much has blossomed, so much has bloomed. Um, I mean, let's just start with the fact that... Let's let's start with jobs. Um... There was 467,000 jobs added in the January jobs report. That is a lot. Um, So apparently Biden created more jobs than any other year in history. Now, am I giving Biden all the credit for this? Mm, Yes and no. See, I say yes, because whoever the president is, they're in charge. They, they take the heat. They, they take the responsibility at the end of the day. So even if they don't have a direct impact, they, they have a, some form of responsibility just by being the leader. So I do see him adding to that and like, you know, it's, it was, it was Biden that did it. But then I'm like, no, because we went through, still going through COVID, a huge pandemic and so obviously people are going back to work people are getting new jobs blah 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 so on one hand I'm like yes it is because of Biden and on the other I'm like well technically reality is probably a majority to do with the fact that you know people are going back to work and getting jobs so there's there's pros and cons to this um We're not at the end of the pandemic. I know people think we are, but we're not. And also to tie in with this was, um, you may have heard air quotes, the great resignation. And this this is where the employees have the upper hand during this time. You know, people have been saying for years, if you don't like your job, get a new one, get a better one, blah, blah, blah. Well, now that people are doing that, there's all these open vacancies and all these jobs that nobody wants to do because they're underpaid. They're way understaffed even more now. Um, no benefits. They get treated like garbage. They get talked to like garbage from management, from customers, from other employees. And it's like, you know, you told us if we wanted to, you know, a better job or whatever, go do it. And now that everybody's doing that, of course, a bunch of things are happening. Um, One, there are older people that are like, oh, people just don't want to work today and blah, blah, blah. And let me remind you that um, the unemployment checks and everything that was happening has been discontinued. You are only getting unemployment for like non-pandemic reasons. I don't know how to explain that, but all of those checks that everybody was receiving is no longer a thing. So when you hear somebody say that, it's false um also people are finding new jobs people are getting better jobs better pay better negotiating negotiating because it's we've we've realized it and we're tired of it and this whole pandemic you know silver lining unfortunately um we realize no i deserve better i'm gonna get paid better i don't need to be here if i don't want to be here so yeah now is the time. I'm telling everybody right now, if you are stuck in a job that you're miserable going to every day, that you're like, man, I deserve better pay. I deserve to be treated better. Like now's the time to switch. You know, now's the great resignation. So take take this and use it to your advantage. Get a new job. Get better pay. You deserve it. And of course, don't forget about those benefits. It's ridiculous that people are offering benefits. I mean, it's 2022 people. Almost every place should be offering you amazing benefits and amazing pay. Anyways, I could go on a tangent, obviously for a long time, about employment. Um, can you tell it's been a hot second since we've all talked and discussed current events? Because I have a lot to say and I have a lot on my mind apparently. So in conclusion, to wrap that topic and conversation up, um, the unemployment rate was at 4 was it? Yeah, 4%. I'll attach the link so that you can fact check me. Please do. But last I checked, it was at 4% and that's pretty darn good. I guess to go along with that topic of the 4% um, unemployment rate is the economy. Where is the economy right now? Is it the best it's ever been? Obviously not. We're still on the coattails of the pandemic people. So are we are we booming? No, but we're on the we're on the way there. And I know people are saying that Biden's inflation rates are skyrocketing and this and that, but you have to also remember that inflation right now is happening globally. It's not just US related. We're not the only ones going through this. The whole entire world. This whole planet Earth went through a pandemic. So once again, people want to attach this to Biden because he's the president right now. And of course, Republicans, um, being Republicans with a Democratic president, they are putting all the blame on Biden. And like I said before, is there some form of responsibility because he is the president? Yes, but not total responsibility, especially since we all went through this whole pandemic together. And a side note, since we're talking about economy and inflation, a lot of people are talking about groceries and what is going on with the shelves and blah, blah, blah. Well, let me, this is, this is a interesting topic because if you don't know who Josh Mandel is, we're going to talk about him. I've mentioned him before. I'm not a fan, obviously, but um he he is running for congress and in ohio and he is something else um i'm looking at a tweet of his he just tweeted six hours ago he said new albany ohio in all caps because for some reason ever since trump was president and like put everything in all caps all of his little minions and worshipers think that they have to do the same anyways he said where's the bread biden and he posted uh, uh two pictures one of them is you know a picture of a bread aisle uh looks to be kroger and it's just one section of the bread is missing and there's more bread on the each side of this picture it's so funny in fact i mean i don't normally attach links to little things like this but you guys have to see this because it is pretty funny. Um, First of all, Ohio just went through a huge snowstorm. I know some places didn't get as much snow as others, but we were all preparing, and yes, the shelves have been a little scarce because we all stocked up, as one does before a snowstorm comes. So, you know, Josh Mandel, why don't we just take a step back, assess what is going on in the world right now, and draw some better conclusions as to what is going on in the bread aisle of Kroger. I had to take a break to crack up laughing because I do crack myself up sometimes. Um, So we're going to talk next about Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger um, being censored by the Republican National Committee, the RNC. So we've talked about it before. Uh, Those two are two very Republican, like lifelong Republicans who are on the January 6th committee? Why? Because they recognize the severity of the situation, they recognize what happened and what is going on with Trump and his impact on the US. And I just wanna say, like, it is crazy that, excuse me, those two out of all of the Republicans are the only two that are recognizing what happened. And it blows my mind because we all watched what happened. We all, like, it was on TV. It was pictures. And it's just crazy that the Republicans first started off by saying that it was Antifa. Do you remember that? They were like, oh, it's Antifa. They're pretending to be Trump supporters and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they tried to switch it and say that it was peaceful which did not work out very well. Uh, Now they are calling it a legitimate political discourse. So obviously you can make your own conclusions on that. They're a little nutty. They've, They've definitely gone off the deep end. I thought they went off the deep end two and a half, three years ago, They've definitely gone off the deep end now. And I know that we keep bringing up January 6th and all these people that keep getting subpoenaed and denying them and then getting charged uh, with contempt. It's going to continue happening. Um, I think I read that Adam Kinzinger was hoping to have these hearings coming up live streamed. So I'm just going to save some of that. If there's any big players that pop up, um, We'll, of course, discuss them, but we're going to wait for this to play out and wait for the live stream to happen. One thing I wanted to talk about, though, um, is the former Vice President Pence and what he said the other day because everybody at first was, like, praising him, and I was like, wow, I'm actually shocked, but I'm not going to praise him. And what is this about? Um, Let me quote this for you. Um, I will attach the link, but... Uh, this is Pence talking, and he said, President Trump is wrong. I had no right to overturn the election. The presidency belongs to the American people and the American people alone. And frankly, there is no idea more un-American than the notion that any one person could choose the American president. So, a few things, a few takeaways immediately. Um, One, like I said, shock, but two, why is he just now saying this? Like, he, he's had over a year now to come out and say this, and he hasn't. Um, it's just not something that I'm going to applaud or congratulate him for standing up, finally. And I've mentioned this before, but we're going to start seeing, I have, a, I have an inkling, that we're going to start seeing more and more Republican key players come out and start doing this type of stuff. Because more and more dirt is going to come out, and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, I need to save myself. And I guarantee they're all going to start coming out and start saying these types of things. On the topic of subpoenas, part of subpoenas is turning over documents or material um, that could be of value. And you're not allowed to destroy these documents once they're requested. Um, I know there's some topic, there's a hot topic that just came out, and I'm gonna wait, um, to see how this plays out, to see what the facts are, but right now, allegedly, I think, um, it is said that Trump shredded documents that of importance and I think as president you're not allowed to do that everything has to go to the National Archives everything has to be documented and saved and um, he remember he went through all these legal battles so that he didn't have to turn over his documents well the Supreme Court rejected all of his appeals he had an emergency appeal they rejected it um, two weeks ago they he had to turn over these documents the National Archives did because they're the ones that hold everything and well, a lot of it was shredded. So we're going to see how this plays out. And I, you know, I keep thinking that maybe they're building a huge case against Trump behind closed doors with all this evidence, so much evidence that there's no way you could come back from it. And I'm wondering if this is going to be added on to his charges later because I don't really fully know the extent of all the laws regarding this, but I know, you know, normally in a normal, like in the normal society, shredding documents is a huge deal when, you know, you're not allowed to do it. And once again, I say, why are you shredding documents unless you're trying to hide something? Just like all these Republicans, you know, they want to say that the January 6th committee is Democratic-led and blah, 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 but first of all, let me remind you all that they had a chance to have it be bipartisan, and they chose not to be a part of this, so it's not like the Democrats came together and just magically created this committee. No, the Republicans had a chance to be a part of it and they chose not to. And now, all these people that are defying the subpoenas, getting uh, contempt charges, why don't you just answer the questions that they have and move on with your life? Is it because you're hiding something? It's an obviously yes. And I still don't understand how Trump has such, lo- such loyal people following him when he's so corrupt, you know, just it, just like last week, they were discussing that he had plans to seize voting machines. Like actual voting machines. What I have never heard of this in my adult life. And I know I'm only 28 years old and I've only been voting for 10 years now. But I have never in my life heard of a president wanting to seize voting machines. Like it's just insane to me. And what's also insane is that it's always in the states that he lost, that he wants to check everything and um, he, he thinks it was rigged. But in the states that he lost, some Republicans won in other committees. But is he saying anything about that? No. So how can one thing be rigged and everything else not be? It just doesn't make sense. And the fact that people are continuing his little fantasy is just so Bizarre to me. And I had to break because we have breaking news people. Remember when we were talking about Trump having all those documents? Well, Obviously, the first part of this podcast was being recorded a few, quite a few days ago. And I was like, you know, something's going to happen. I have an inkling. When I get that inkling, I just know. I don't know how to describe it, but I just know. And well, news came out that Trump may have flushed documents. And it is confirmed that he took classified documents. That's a pretty big deal. And let me just read an article here from Patricia... I will attach the link. Um, It says, Former President Donald Trump took classified information to his Florida home after leaving the White House, the U.S. National Archives and Records Administration said in a letter to Congress on Friday about the 15 boxes of documents it recently recovered. Uh, NARA, N-A-R-A, has identified items marked as classified national security information within the boxes this is insane. Like what was Trump going to do with those classified documents? What, what was in those classified documents? Obviously we don't know because they're classified, but pretty sure that they shouldn't be just chilling in his Florida home. You know, like what this, the amount of security around this is just astronomical. And for a president, a past president, to make these negligent mistakes. Well, not mistake. He willingly, and he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was taking. Um, but it's negligent. And I just, I know that they're building a case. I know something's going on behind closed doors that we are not seeing, but I need to see some action soon because he's not really putting America first these days. I mean, he wasn't before, but he's definitely not putting America first now. And I really hate spending time talking about Trump. I just really loathe it. Uh, so I'm going to keep that to a minimal. It, sh- it just should be, it should speak for itself. The actions that he, d- he has done and is continuing to do. I want to move on though and really talk about Russia and Ukraine. I know we talked about it before, but I really want to talk about it now because before it was just like, what is going on over there? And now it's like, yes, Russia is planning to attack Ukraine. And I don't think that people realize the severity of this. Like, The Ukrainians are our allies. Russia is not our ally. So we need to be literally thoughtful and mindful of the people there because i don't know i i I don't know why i'm trying i'm struggling to find the words because i just get so troubled when i see people like let me bring it up jd vance who is running for senator of ohio i believe let me pull him up real quick and i'm just going to play for you a little clip hang on one second Country. I think it's ridiculous that we're focused on this border in Ukraine. Uh, I don't I gotta be honest with you I don't really care what happens to Ukraine one way or another in country I think it's ridiculous. okay, so he is, mind you, quote unquote, claiming to be a Christian human being. Uh, Ukraine once again is our ally so we should care about those people and we should care about people in general like as a decent human being and it just disgusts me how he's like oh I don't think we should care about those people I don't I quite frankly don't care what happens to Ukraine okay well you should like what this is the this is the delusional stuff I'm talking about people like we need to just be decent human beings. This is not being a decent human being, and to have these politicians, uh, who are running for Congress or for whatever office, speak like that—it's an immediate turnoff. It's a—it's an immediately no for me. And I just wanted to wrap this up because there's so much information squished into here because it's been so long. Um, So we're just going to save some for next time. Um, I do want to say I'm going to have my first guest speaker coming on soon. Um, It is a very, very dear friend of mine who has so much wisdom and is so intelligent and I can't wait to get into discussion with her on different things and really just dive in and get another person's perspective on here. So I'm excited for that. Be on the lookout for the date because I will let people know. Please share. And with that being said, go out there and be the baddest bitch you can.